Please stand clear of the doors. Hey guys on the monorail going through Epcot. And hey, I think I can see Mission Space. I heard you had an embarrassing experience on there. Listen, I don't like to talk about it, okay? I know someone who does. Let me set the scene. There Joe was, ready to get on Mission Space. Welcome to episode 175 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. I'm Chris. Today we will be giving the His on Mission Space. Right now we are recording live for our Goof Troop members. If you want to watch us live once a week, all you gotta do is sign up for our Goof Troop. Just go to DizHis.com. You will find the link at the very top. As well as seeing our faces, you'll be entered into our lovely giveaways. Uh, I think we just gave away a wax mount not too long ago. Jared, one of our Patreon members, won. We should be giving away another wax mount here in a couple of weeks we have given away signed comics disney merch Diz his merch and many other things chris you're going to um comic-con right this week maybe you can pick up something disney there let's let me know i can go ahead and send some money we can give oh. away something from from Cam- comic-con huh yeah, say no more yeah uh you also get access to our groove troop chat where you can interact with us and other groove troop mem- members we talk disney daily plus our live shows are kind of messy and we have lots of fun so let's go to dizhis.com and check us out if you want to leave us a message or share a memory, you can give us a call at 707-842-0345. And if you want to send us an email, you can email us at dishishistory at gmail.com. Let us know if we got any history wrong, if we forgot something about the history, or if you have any great ideas for future episodes. You know, we're about, what, three and a half years in almost? Yeah. We need yeah. more ideas for episodes. So go we ahead do. and send us an email, guys. If you're interested in sponsoring the show, please reach out to DizHis65Scott at Yahoo.com. Yahoo! Where you can get into contact with, that's right, Scott. So today we're going to be talking about Mission Space, which is, it seems like people, it's one of those attractions that people either love it or they hate it, right? Alex, have you been on it? Uh, Yes, I have been on it. Chris, <laughs> have you been on it? No, I've never been on Mission Space. I could never. Why not? I just I wouldn't be able to handle it. Well, spinning. I see. Well, you, you can go on one that doesn't spin, right? There's there's one that doesn't spin. I'm sure. No, it definitely spins. No, there's, no, there's, there's one in the history. You'll find out. But there's a line that does not spin. Now, well, it's the tight space compact, thing freaks me out. For you, too. it's perfect. Uh, ha, ha, ha. No, seriously, it, it's still it's still <laughs> way too small. It's still way too small. OK, how about you, Jen? You actually had a really cool experience with not really cool, but didn't you cool? like you still? Didn't you still like writing it? And then all of a sudden you didn't like, I don't know what happened. Like you don't like it anymore. No, I never like liked it. I just, it progressively got worse with how I felt about it until the point where I thought I can't take this anymore. And the story I have will reflect that. This is one you don't, how many times have you been on it, Jen? Not a whole, uh, half a dozen, maybe a dozen. This is not one of those rides you're going there and you're like, I need to ride this, this ride. Was it ever? No. No. Yeah, and I don't. I don't. I know I've been on it. I don't even know if I've been on the spinning part. I might have been on the non-spinning part, and I really don't remember being on it. But I remember being inside that compact area and being uh-huh. like seeing the thing. But I don't remember I can, if I actually wrote it because I don't think I would. I, can, I don't like the spinning stuff. Dude, your memory is like really bad. Thank you. <laughs> I've never met so. I've never met someone before that does not remember riding so many different things. Like, oh, have you done this ride? Maybe. I'm not sure. Maybe I did. I mean, I don't remember. Like, how do you not remember riding a ride? I mean, I have a lot of life I've lived, Joe. I can't remember everything. 
who have a lot of life at you. <laughs> uh, it's, I think it's funny that Alex doesn't remember any of his elementary school teachers. Nope, not single one. That's unbelievable, man. Middle school? Do you guys remember? No, I don't remember middle school. Oh, yeah, I remember I every single I one. I can't name a single middle school teacher now. What? That's crazy. Really? I should probably go maybe, get check my brain checked, huh? Maybe. Maybe that, or, you know, what happens if, like, aliens came down, they got you, and they erased your, like, they did, like, a, maybe, like, a Men in Black situation going on. Maybe oh you God. saw aliens, and you got flashed, like, Men in Black, mm-hmm. and now you don't have, like, the memory of something. I don't know. I, I was tell flashed, you. dude. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, so this ride, like I said, people are kind of like, it's up in the air, like, yep. what, if they like it or not. How's the history? Like, after doing the history, how do you feel about the history? The history wasn't very good. <laughs> so let's not even listen to the episode, guys. Let's skip this let's one. Just, it's fine. Let's just skip it. You know what? Let's just let's just chat. Let's just chat, guys. <laughs> okay, ready? <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> the history's not very good. And also, okay. and you know, also my audio might be bad because you know we just had Hurricane Ian, and the studio got a little flooded, so I had to remove all the carpet. So now I just have concrete and concrete walls. So it's a little echoey in here. Maybe you can hear it. It's not too bad, I don't it's, think. No, the, no I can't. The I board is doing a really good job of uh, yeah. the compressors really helping out. Yeah. And, you know, you know, maybe this ride might be someone's favorite ride. Like, we don't right. know, right? That's right. So, so guess what? To, you have to do due diligence. Yeah, we do. We do. And if this is your favorite ride, go ahead and reach out to us and let us know if it's your favorite ride. Yeah. Um, let us know yeah. so we can avoid you. I was gonna say, I would be really surprised if somebody was like, "Yeah, man, that's my favorite." Maybe no. people like to spin. You yeah, know, people, people just like spinning. Kind of ride. Or it's just not maybe. For us. The, yeah, exactly. I think uh, send us a, send us your memory. We'll share it next week. Yeah, give us your memories. <laughs> give us your memories. <laughs> Every mission makes our dreams reality. Let's get to the his on Mission Space. One small step today takes us light years away. To the great unknown, we chase our destiny. So be brave of and reach for the stars. Mission Space is a space exploration themed attraction that uses a centrifugal motion to induce a simulation of liftoff. Mission Space debuted at Epcot and Walt Disney World in 2003, replacing the ride Horizons. The ride opened originally with Mars Mission and was then refurbished in 2017 to add a mission to rotate around Earth. Mission Space is very polarizing, with people loving it or hating it. Okay, Just like I said on. earlier. But do you guys personally know anyone who loves it? Yes, I do. What? Do you? No. Yes, Ryan, Patri- or Patreon. Not Ryan that's in the... Well, no, yeah, Ryan. Ryan that just joined, Ryan. Oh, right. He's in here right now. Yeah, but he likes weird things, though. (laughs) He loves this podcast. (laughs) That's true. That's true. I'm just joking. Um, But yeah, some people... I'm sure some people like it. Obviously, if Ryan likes it, he he loves it. He's saying it in chat right now. He's not saying it in the live show banter, 
which which oh. we're all in. But he's <laughs> saying that he really? loves that ride. Oh, does he really? Yeah, yeah. So he loves it. So I'm sure he's gonna like this the, the history here. Um, Jen, tell us your experience. Like, what 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 happened? No, it's embarrassing. Maybe maybe Joe's had it happen where they've had to like stop and like evac a ride to get him off because he's you know <laughs> just never lost happened control. Ever. That's never, That's never happened, happened to you. Then I'm not telling no, you no. my story. Well, obviously you kind of know what happened. I'm let me tell you what happened. Okay, I'm let's pretend, I'm going to tell the story. What happened to me? Wait, were you ride. with me? No. So how do you even know? Well, because you told me the story before, so I'm going to tell it like it's me. Like I was going to take the hit. You're going to take the hit for me. Yeah, man. So no one knows I'm it's me. I'm not cutting any of this out. <laughs> Listen, I take I take the hit. I've taken the hit. I have taken the hit for you many of times. Perhaps. Yeah. So you're going to tell this story like it's you. And then I'm going to, okay, go ahead and start. I'll, I'll do my okay. best not to cut in. Okay. Okay. So um, I was going on mission space. I, I, I had no time out, time out. I hadn't been on mission space in a really long time, well, but I thought okay. maybe I'll like it. Yeah. Well, you know, so this is a ride that I have liked before. Right. So I figured Toler I haven't tolerated been, if you will. I tolerated it. I tolerated it. I have tolerated this ride before many of times. And I thought the ride was okay. So I was like, you know, let me go. Ahead. I haven't been on it in a while. Let me go ahead and give it. Let me give it another chance, right? Plus, I feel plus, like I need to give it plus my kids. Plus, right? I have kids your, your now that are a little older. My kids are a little bit older, and they're like, "Hey, let's go ahead and give it a try," right? <laughs> so then I'm going on this ride. I'm like, I have my kids with me. I don't want to embarrass them, right? So I'm like, I'm going to go on this ride. This no embarrassment here. I'm not going to embarrass them by leaving the ride, having evac off the ride, right? They're going to think totally think it's okay. Um. So I'm going to go on this. Uh, go ahead, Jen. Right. Because you've never sat a ride out before ever. Right? What are you about? I, I have. No, no, no. Um, what do you mean? Get, he's not getting it. He's like, I'm saying you, oh, the no. person oh, riding no, Mission me. Space. And, not me. And I've never sat, I never sit out on a ride. Always tell their kids they have to ride the rides. That's right. Yeah, I never you, sit out you, on rides. You I was going all you, of them. The, you, you know, your kids always have to ride the rides as soon as they're tall enough. Okay, so I'm going on right. this ride, and listen, I'm definitely a little bit older. So I, this is I've been on this ride many of times. I'm getting a little bit older, right? And you know, this it's not the same for me. It's it's um it's like really it's like a really closed in space. Hold on, and I'm starting to get a little. I'm having like an anxiety, like a panic attack almost. Hold almost. on, you're 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 not really setting the scene right. Okay. 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 Yeah, Joe, you're you there. there. Jen, were, Jen you were you there? I was not there. I'm telling uh, this story for Joe now. Well, no, you were there, but tell the story like what happened to me, though. What happened to me? <laughs> so, Joe, I, I know that you felt, mm -hmm. Joe felt his anxiety. Oh, like, I've anxiety. Which, which, you know, that doesn't really manifest itself at theme parks, but he really felt that like manifesting its, hit itself the closer he got to the ride. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. trying to internalize that as to, you know, not be the butt of his children's jokes, just kind of quietly went on, got in the ride. And that was phase one of the meltdown. Like, wow, he didn't really remember it was that tight in there. So, yeah, it was really tight. Super tight. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. a big guy, too. I'm probably like, I'm like six foot five. So, I'm not six foot five, but I'm a big guy. Go ahead. So then that's phase one. But you're but Joe was just like actively talking himself down it's not going to kill him he can get through this it's going to be fine phase two is the harness goes down and it, it's really really like tight against joe's chest mm -hmm. and then joe starts trying to take some deep breaths and starts getting a little bit more anxious right 
So that's mm-hmm. basically oh, yeah. still oh, internalized, still internalizing it. So his kids, yeah, a whole nother phase. I got yeah. a whole nother phase coming in. And I bet his right. bra wasn't helping at all. So, <laughs> well, I've been working out a lot. So my chest is getting bigger. <laughs> so, phase three, the door closes. And then Joe realizes he's stuck for at least three minutes and it hasn't even started yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, Joe scared. is the Joe's the closest person to the door. And Joe is working really, really hard to like, keep himself in check for his kids and it just bubbles over and he can't do it and he starts like breathing really heavy and then the next thing you know joe starts banging on the door let me out let me out let me out yep and oh. a little pee came out i don't know about that so wait no uh, joe's joe, joe a little to... pee came out it's his story <laughs> joe <laughs> joe had to be strong for his kids and and joe just couldn't he couldn't do it yeah i, I couldn't somebody, do it i didn't know joe had more than one kid <laughs> I did. You, you oh. haven't met the other one. Oh, okay, okay. Much, so the, the much older. A much, much older. He looks a little uh, bit like a Muppet, so we kind of keep him hidden. Okay. <laughs> you think Nathan looks like a Muppet? <laughs> no, I'm talking about my... Gosh. So, so Joe starts beating on the door, right? Okay. Yeah. And then... My hand... My, I was beating so hard and my hand hurt. So then, you know, the video had just started, so then the whole thing goes down. Because I, I was hitting it, I was hitting it so hard, it broke the whole thing. But Joe had this brief sense of panic that nobody was going to hit him beating on the doors. At this point, he did not care that his children were there and they were seeing him have a meltdown. Good for him. Broke the ride. So, no, he did not break the ride. But Joe was worried that nobody was going to hear him. Isn't there a button on the door? Is there a button? I, I don't know. No, so, there's no button. Next thing Joe knew, the door gets flung open and a cast member standing there. And Joe says, I can't do it. I got to go. Joe's kids are staring at him. They popped open his thing. And Joe had to do the walk of shame through the centrifuge. Um, yeah, it was really embarrassing. Out I, held, I, hadn't held, I didn't make any eye contact with anyone. <laughs> and had to wait for his kids. The kids liked really, it though, right? The kids, yeah. I think that the kids like it. They've been yeah. on it since. I mean, it happens. You just got to realize, hey, we're getting older. It happens. Things change. It's okay staying off the ride is not my first rodeo so that's no big deal yes so that was the tale of joe's embarrassing walk off from joe aren't you embarrassed i'm really embarrassed i can't you told that story joe it takes a lot of courage to tell a story joe well some people say i'm a hero because (laughs) because i've told that story before In 1999, Horizons closed down permanently, which opened in 1983 in the Future World Pavilion at Epcot and Walt Disney World. It was a dark ride attraction utilizing Omnimovers to take guests as various large screens, showing what the world could look like in the future. A year later, Disney tore down the show building, which was the first time Disney completely tore down a building in order to replace it with something newer. Construction on the new showroom building began with rumors of a space-themed attraction being the final product. In 2000, Disney officially announced that the attraction going in was named Mission Space and would open by 2003. The new attraction was estimated to cost $100 million to build and was being designed by Disney Imagineers working alongside people from Compaq, who was initially the sponsor of the attraction. The sponsorship was taken over by Hewlett Packer after the two companies were merged in 2002. A lot of the money put into the attraction was used for simulator hardware, which was designed and built by Environmental Tectonic Corporation of Pennsylvania, which was contracted at nearly $30 million. 
In 2003, ETC sued Disney for failure to pay the full amount, which was met with a countersue of ETC failing to deliver the product on time, costing Disney almost $20 million. This was resolved with a settlement in 2009. Along with the attraction was a VIP lounge built for HP employees called the Red Planet Room. The attraction premiered on time in June of 2003. It wasn't until October 9th that Disney had a grand opening attended by Disney execs, HP execs, several NASA astronauts, and a NASA administrator. I like Horizons, just saying. Well, yeah, and that's what I was going to bring up. It's kind of saying, was this ride really worth... I mean, it feels like people actually... There's people who are say they that say that Horizons is like their favorite ride, right? Like that's their favorite ride. They love the ride. And now this this attraction's coming in its place and people don't I feel like people don't really like this ride. No, I don't, I like, don't think don't, so. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure some people some people do, obviously, right? Um because I, I think that a lot of and Horizons wasn't like the best ride ever. So I think a lot of the attractions come with memories almost in a way, right? So I'm sure people are going to love this ride. And they, they, some people, they might have had some type of, t- type of experience in this ride that's going to be like, oh, you know, Mission Space is my favorite ride. Um, but I seem like this is kind of a, this is kind of cool history here. There's a, there's a lot going on. So Mission Space currently has a 20-minute standby wait at the moment. So that's enough. Well, yeah, it's it's enough for sure. What's oh, the other rides around it? What are they? What's like uh, Ratatouille? 70. That's so, se- that and Frozen are 70. Test track is 50. Yeah, I was going to say, mm-hmm. I just looked up on this website. I just found randomly. I don't know how accurate it is, but it says around between 11 and 12, its average wait time is 40 minutes. So that's a lot of people. I mean, yeah. I can see why people would want to ride this. It, it's a really cool concept. And if you don't know, like how many people go to Disney World and actually do their research on the rides and know all about the rides? I'm sure people do, but I'm sure there's a large percentage of guests at Disney that don't know about anything. So you see Mission Space, you know, getting a simulation to to go to Mars or, you know, I think that that sounds like a really cool ride. And all the rides, every single ride says motion sickness warnings. Like, I don't care what ride it is. They all say motion sickness to the point where, like, you can't even, like, trust those signs unless you're, like, get severely motion sick. So I could see how somebody would go on this ride uh, anticipating it to be something cool. I could see there being a wait for that reason. It's a really cool concept. Mission Space is an astronaut simulation with guests becoming the first crew for a mission to Mars on the fictional X-2 Deep Space Shuttle, with the launch taking place in 2036. The queue consists of several plaques and items from past, present, and future fictional space launches. Hanging from the ceiling is a rotating gravity wheel and a replica of a NASA moon rover. Also in the queue are props from the 2000 film Mission to Mars, which starred Gary Sinise, who is actually a part of the next aspect of the ride. After the queue, guests are divided into groups of four and watch a training video with Gary Sinise portraying Capsule Communicator. Each guest assumes a role to play during the mission and are told how to operate the space shuttle for the upcoming mission, where the spacecraft will use a slingshot maneuver to propel the shuttle to Mars. Guests are then moved to the ride location where a group of four enter a small compact cockpit simulator. The four guests are sat in a row with screens and buttons in front of them, surrounded tightly by the cabin. The mechanics of the ride makes this an intense four-minute experience with guests reaching 2.5 Gs during the ride. There are four multi-armed centrifuges that hold 10 capsules each. The centrifuge spins and tilts the capsules while fans blow air onto the riders. The ride can accommodate 1,600 riders an hour, and after a few months of guests experiencing Disney's version of a zero-gravity ride, the park had to install sick bags onto the attraction. In the first year, medics had to attend to 194 incidences due to sicknesses caused by the ride. 
Unfortunately, in June 2005, a four-year-old boy who was tall enough to ride the attraction passed out during the ride and was later pronounced dead due to undiagnosed heart disease. Less than a year later, in April 2006, a 49-year-old woman became very sick after the ride and was taken to the hospital, where she later passed away due to a stroke caused by high blood pressure. Guests started to avoid the ride altogether, so Disney decided to make two ride lines, orange which was not changed, and the green line which would not spin guests. This version of the attraction premiered in 2006. It's, I mean, it's actually really sad, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. It, it's actually really sad. And yeah, I didn't want to be number three. I think it's a great idea that Disney you know, adapted and evolved you know, the attraction because of what happened. And they made uh, a, a, you know, a green line which would not spin the guest. I think that was kind of cool of Disney. And, you know? Yeah, what do they put like you're less likely to die in this one? Like how do they <laughs> advertise that? You know what I mean? Like it's that's, less intense. That's, uh, that's crazy. But, so, so I can see where Joe's apprehension, because in Alex's description, the words that he uses are small, compact simulator, tightly in the by the cabin. You know, that's a lot of descriptive words to explain how small and confining. That yeah, space. it makes for people if they haven't read the ride, they understand it is a very compact ride simulator, and two point five G's is nothing to to uh, laugh at. And then we were talking about how busy it is. Well, it has a wait time of 40 minutes, but it runs through 1,600 people an hour. So it's running through 1,600 people an hour and still has a wait time of 40 minutes. Then, I mean, I guess it's a pretty good line then. 40 minutes is, that's a good wait. I mean, I, I think, I think that's, uh, um, I think that, I mean, I, uh, hey, I wonder what is the criteria for like a ride not being popular anymore, right? So, I'm learning like, the same thing. Like, is, is there stats on the popularity of rides? I was going to say uh, on the app. I'm not sure if you guys realize, but new, like some people, like Alex has mentioned a little while ago, that the average wait time. But if you look on the app now, you can see the different times, like nine o'clock, you know, ten o'clock, and it kind of breaks down the times. You can see the average wait time during those times. So like nine o'clock would be, let's just say twenty minutes. You know, ten o'clock, forty minutes. I think that's super cool, kind of getting yeah, that definitely. information. So I'm pretty sure Disney uses that data to go ahead and like determine okay this this ride needs it's not popular anymore we might need to you know come up with something new what were you going to say jen i was going to say i'm sure like you were saying the data of because i'm trying to think you know turnstiles are gone for the most part right you know the Mm -hmm. you know the click the the manual click to tell you how many are in an hour but instead it's sensors and so i'm sure that you know the numbers people um the the data crunchers we're seeing just less and less um you know, engagement in that ride enough to the point where they're going, okay, guys, we put a lot of money into this because, you know, they bulldoze an entire building. It's not it's like crazy, anything was yeah. retrofitted or, you know, the amount of money that they invested in this is not enough to just kind of scrap it and say, okay, this didn't work out for us. So, you know, and another point that was made in chat is, you know, the people have died on Small World. People have died on Thunder Mountain. I mean, people mm-hmm. have died on every ride. It's not, you know, it's not something that's unique. And if you think about the volume of people that go through versus the people that, you know, actually have passed away on the ride, you know, it, the percentage is almost nothing. So, you know, all jokes aside, that happens everywhere. But with that kind of money invested, you know, mm-hmm. you got to engage. But at least they, with that money amount of money invested, they didn't shut down the ride. They're like, "Hey, here's a like a less intense option that you can go on." Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Was that what you're pretty much getting at, Jen? Yeah. Yeah. 
During the D23 Expo in 2017, it was announced that the green mission of the attraction mission space would be revamped while the ride itself was refurbished. The attraction closed in June of 2017 so that the green line can be transformed from mission to Mars to a flight around the Earth. Both ride vehicles received updated videos with updated graphics. Another big change was the replacement of Gary Sinise for actress Gina Torres. Gina Torres was known for voicing Ketsu Onyo in the Star Wars series Rebels and Forces of Destiny. Gina Torres explained the roles each guest takes on during the new training exercise film. With the new HD film, guests can experience a clear video of their shuttle launching as a cockpit rumbles. The green line will also experience a rumble, but will not get spun. Instead, the video shows their view as they orbit Earth, passing identifiable landmarks along the way. Upon exiting the ride, guests will pass by four sections. The space base, which houses a play area for children, Expedition Mars, which is a joystick video game, postcards from space, which allows guests to email short videos of themselves with various space-themed backgrounds, and Space Race, where two teams compete against each other in a race to send their rockets to Mars, then back to Earth. Mission Space does have many tributes to the attraction that formerly resided at the location, Horizons. The Horizons logo can be seen on the rotating gravity wheel in the queue and in the pre-show video. The 2017 refurbishment added a mural to the entrance that has the Horizons fictional station Brave Centauri seen orbiting Earth. I do have, I'm sitting here, I just thought of another um, little anecdote about this ride that will make people think. Mm-hmm. So when my... So there's a, there's a six year gap between my kids, right? So obviously at some point, one of them's tall enough and the other one isn't to ride the ride. So we're sitting off and isn't there a gift? There's a gift shop, right? At the end. It's been so long. Yeah. So I think there is, I think you go through all those, those, you know, little things and then there's a gift shop and in the gift shop, there's all kinds of astronaut stuff, including, you know, this stuffed, you know, astronaut helmet, right. You know, like the, like soft plushy one. Yeah. And so while we were sitting there, one of the things that I always tell my kids is don't try on hats in stores. You don't know how many people have tried them on and they give me a hard time. So while I was waiting and the wait wasn't that long, I counted how many people tried on one astronaut hat. I was just reminded of this the other day. I don't forget who brought it up. The answer is 60. (gasps) 60? Oh my God. 60. I'm, I'm not even exaggerating. How long? I I don't know. I don't remember how long we waited for. So it was my husband and my daughter that went through. Um, I don't remember how long we waited, but <laughs> 60 people tried one hat on. Oh Kids and adults. My God. That sounds like a and fake the, number. No, I swear to you it is. I know you're saying the truth. I'm just saying it sounds like, like if if you had a, if I had a guess between a number between 1 and 100, I would never go as high as 60. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's a, I feel like that number. is probably the most important part of this episode. <laughs> if you learned anything from this episode, it's don't try on hats at Disney. Don't try on don't try on hats at Disney. Joe, you mentioned earlier that maybe it needs a refurbishment. Do you think they're willing to put money into this ride now? I don't think they would put money in this ride. I think they would they would rather change it completely than put more money into it. I think that I mean if they were to change it, they can do mission what's where's the next place we're gonna go after Mars? Pluto. No, it's gonna be that planet like yeah. something. The one that's mission uh, no mission inside. pluto and pluto can be like the, the theme of it pluto's no. a dwarf star not a planet or did well, they bring no, it back i'm, I'm talking about the dog anymore. finding mission pluto <laughs> <laughs> it would be that uh that other planet inside the um go to lock zone be something i forget the number beetlejuice yeah you say it three times don't yeah. say it three times. no it is beetlejuice right 
No. Stop. Oh, what, what is it? No. Okay. So, Jen, do you think they'd refurbish it or do you think they'd get rid of it? No, it would have to be refurbished. I mean, it looks like it carries enough of a line that they would maybe, you know, update. It sounds like they already did update it's stuff prime a little real bit. Estate, but... Right next to Gardens Galaxy's new ride. Just call that the sick zone because people get sick oh on Guardians. <laughs> people be, yeah. oh my gosh. I can't, I, I can do pretty good on rides and I can only ride Guardians once. And I'm finding out pretty quickly that there are certain places I can't sit on it. Like wow. I need to sit in the front. Guys, I rode that ride. <laughs> <laughs> How awesome is that? <laughs> Ask me. He had a he had a fast pass to go on it again. Ask him if he did. He didn't. We know. No, man. I'm gonna save it for like something good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'll ride it again. Like if Chris came down, he's not gonna ride that ride. I would. I would ride it with him. I would you, take. You were... Yeah, I already oh, planned. You, I'm you take... thought you were safe. You thought you. I, I ride everything. I ride everything. <laughs> Chris, 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 Christopher. What? Good old Chris. What? Let's talk. What? You didn't ride the um. The, the Hogwarts ride. Yeah, no. Here, yeah, here's my plan. If I because I really want to ride Guardians, I'm gonna take Dramamine. Okay, maybe I yeah. will too. Because I, I tell you, I'm, not, I'm not Sitting. afraid to ride any rides. It's the motion sickness because I've gotten motion motion well, sickness yeah, before, that's what I meant. and it's horrible. Yeah, no, I will take Dramamine to ride Guardians. Oh, yeah, so. that's what I mean. Like, it's, yeah. so like I don't usually don't get motion sickness, yeah. and I don't get motion sickness on the Forbidden Journey, right? Right. Yeah. But on Mission Rewind, like I. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't get motion sickness. I opened my eyes at one point and I was like, I'm never going to open my eyes again probably the rest of the day. Because what uh, happened is that I had my eyes closed like during the launch and then I opened them and then I was like spinning and like the star, like there's stars on the, on the yeah, like, yeah. whatever moving. And then there's like movie screens. I opened my eyes. And I was like, whoa, there's a lot going on here. And um, all right. So here we go. Here's something. Here's something. Uh, settle this debate for me, guys. So we get on Alex because he doesn't go places, but he looks at pictures of the places and says, he's go, he, you know, that's good enough for him. Oh, yeah. If you ride a ride, but your eyes are closed the whole time. Did you? Are you really it? even riding the ride? You're, you're not, not riding the ride. Well, I, I opened my eyes. I opened my eyes a couple times. Like before the launch, I was on the ride. My eyes were open. So when you were getting buckled in. So when you had to actually no, sit I was getting down buckled in. No, no. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you very much. Good, sir. Okay. Is that I was on the ride, eyes open. I, I had probably had my, let's say the ride. How, how long is that ride? Three minutes? Which one? Mission Rewind. So I had my eyes open know. like a minute. Cosmic Rewind. <laughs> <laughs> are, yeah, you so? did not have your eyes open. Oh, wait, are you counting? Did, wait, are you counting from the time that you leave and you go around the corner and then no. you're going up the lift hill yeah, and yeah, the guardians are talking my to eyes you? Were open. My eyes are open that whole time. Yes. My eyes were open. I saw the big bang happen. Okay. I saw some things. I saw the very end, like when you were going, I saw some stuff. So Chris, <laughs> it, Chris, if you get motion sickness, sit in the front. You just have to wait for the front car. Take It'll medicine in front. Okay. Take, take your medicine. Minutes. Take medicine too. I might take medicine also next time I go. But Chris, if you're running, if you're running that ride, I'll ride it with you. Yeah. I'm going to ride it. It's nice to see where his loyalties lie there, Chris. <laughs> well, I already wrote it with you, Jen. I wrote it with you. So what is this just a one and done? Does For that you? mean you're not going to ride Slink Dog with me ever again? Because you've been no, on it with I me will. once. No, I, I like Slink Dog. What about Haunted Mansion? Do we just need to make a list of rides that Joe has rode with Jen so he can't ride him again? Maybe. Ooh. We don't invite me to Epcot. Oh, my God. One time. <laughs> <laughs> quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. 
The ride can accommodate 1,600 riders an hour, and after a few months of guests experiencing Disney's version of a zero-gravity ride, the park had to install sick bags into the attraction. That's pretty intense, man. Okay. They don't have sick bags in, in any other rides, do they? They put trash cans outside of Guardians, like, Oof. as you're walking. And you know what? And you know what? When you see those sick bags, it's a psychological thing, too. Like, even if you don't get motion sick at all. Like, I get on a plane, I see the sick bag in front of me. Or no, you know what happens is I get on a plane, there's like a sick bag in the guest spot, uh-huh. and I don't have one. And I've never gotten sick on an airplane, but then I start thinking, oh my gosh, am I going to need this? How am I going to ask this person for the sick bag? How am I, I don't have a sick bag. <laughs> am I going to need a sick bag? So yeah. I'm pretty sure they'll give you your sick, the sick bag if you ask for it. Yeah, but I can't ask. That's still a lot of pressure. Because then they expect <laughs> me to use it. It's and true. Then, and then I'm going to have to force myself to use <clears throat> it. But maybe that won't happen anymore because you're, <laughs> you're on your medicine. Yeah, hopefully not. <laughs> but Yeah. <laughs> The funniest thing, I was going to be sick until you gave me the bag, and then I was going to be sick. <laughs> Mission Space was the first Disney attraction built specifically with the original FastPass in mind. Disney Imagineers proposed a space pavilion for Epcot in 1977, but it was never used. Nearly 100 shades of red were mocked up before Imagineers chose the exact color used to color Mars. We here at Diz His think Mission Space is an intense ride. Even though it has an intense version and a non-intense version, the green line still requires you to sit inside a very small cabin, which can be hard for some. If you think you can handle it, then the orange line is a must-try for all adrenaline junkies. Oh, hey, a package. It's from Joe. Wonder what it is. Sweet. Three cheeky chicks. Mickey waffles. Wow, this smells delicious. I don't mind if I do. <coughs> Three Cheeky Chicks Candle Company. Come check us out at MagicallyScented.com, where you can get smells like Pirate Water, Burnt Empire, Best Day Ever, Tiki Room. (laughs) And I can assure you, it smells a lot better than it tastes. And don't forget to use promo code DIZHIS20 to get 20% off your purchase. MagicallyScented.com. We make your house smell like Walt Disney. Walt Disney World. Walt Disney World world right not the guy uh that would be weird but you know what if you do want your house to smell like walt disney shoot us a message i'm sure we can do it at magicallyscented.com check us out streaming on award-winning disney streaming site sorcerer radio on fridays at 1 p.m eastern time or catch us again at 8 p.m eastern time sorcerer radio is an amazing 24 7 disney radio Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. Hey, I'm Joe from the Diz His. And I'm Nick from Sandpiper Vacations. We will be teaming up to give one of the best travel experiences ever. I am a travel agent with Sandpiper Vacations. We are able to book any vacation destination around the world, including Disney, cruises, and all-inclusive resorts. We have been working here at the Diz His to become travel agents. And with our knowledge of the parks, we want to plan the best Disney trip for you. Using us as a travel agent, we are updated on the latest and greatest information about all of the destinations. We can help save you time, stress, and sometimes some money. Using our services costs you absolutely nothing. It is completely free to you, and we are happy to assist you with giving you more value for your trip. So if you're looking to book your next Disney trip, go to DizHiz.com. Check out DizHiz Destinations on the very top. 
Hey guys, want to hear something cool? Do you want to be part of the Goof Troop? Our Goof Troop is the best, and a way to help support the show. You get access to our wonderful giveaways, Discord chat, and you can join for only $2 a month. In our Discord chat, you can interact with the hosts and some of our great members. There are Disney-themed games in our chat, streams from the park, we have a special Spotify playlist. Overall, we just have a lot of fun. You also get access to our live shows, which can sometimes be a little crazy. Once again, help support the show for as low as $2 a month and join the Goof Troop. Just go to dizhiz.com and on top, there's a link. Check us out on Weeby Geeks, a new podcast website where you can find all your favorite geeky content. Just head over to WeebyGeeksBC.com. That's WeebyGeeksBC.com. And listen to all the other awesome podcasts, as well as Diz Is. Diz Is Diz Is Review. Review. So this week in D+, we are going to be talking about Finding Dory, which is a great movie. I would even say this is one of those movies you always say when they make like a sequel of a movie. Is it going to be better? Most likely not than the original, right? This is one of those movies I feel like is just as good, maybe even better. What do you guys think about it, Alex? Um, I agree with you. I think it's just as good. I don't know if it's better, but I think it's just as good. And it's so different. I mean... It has similarities to the original movie, but it's not like a sequel where it follows the exact same pattern. I mean, it's very similar. I guess it is very similar, but it's so different in the aspect of how it's done. I think it definitely is a really good standoff alone movie. I think it's funnier. It may be funnier. I think you're right. Is how it funnier you? or is it just that you had seen the original one so many times those jokes weren't? That's funny. I don't know. I think the octopus, um, Hank, is super funny. Hank is you know, funny. I think, I, huh? Hank is funny. Sigourney Weaver yeah. saying, I'm Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, that's funny. I mean, there's def- definitely a lot more characters where I think are funnier yes. than the first one. You know, um, the the whales, the beluga. right? Super funny. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, I think it's definitely a little bit funnier, in my opinion, at least. I mean, Frozen's one of those movies where it's better than, we kind of talked about that a couple weeks ago, where the second one we think is better. Some people think it's better than the first one. I think this is one of those movies. I would rather watch Finding Dory, um, you know, than Finding Nemo, I feel like. Yeah. What do you think of it, Jen, though? Yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Alex. I, think, I, I don't know if I agree with you or if, like Jen said, I've just seen Finding Nemo so many times and Finding Dory is newer, therefore I've seen it less. I don't know if I watched them both 100 times if my, my you know, my 201 viewing would be one or the other. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, only that finding Nemo wasn't even about Nemo. You got to see Nemo in this one, right? You got to see Nemo and Marlin interact yeah. with each other. Finding Nemo. Well, Chris, Nemo you look at me like I'm crazy. Well, you said on? finding Nemo wasn't even about Nemo. It was more about finding Nemo. It was about finding Nemo. But I always feel like the most movie was about Marlin and Dory trying yeah. to find Nemo, you know, and that. I mean, Nemo was in it, you know, with the whole fish tank and stuff like that. But I feel right. like, the, like the big chunk of the story is mostly about Marlin. Yes, I right? agree. Yes. Um, I don't know. I I like this one better. I feel like I like the whole thing of them being in an aquarium is super cool. Um, I I like it a little bit better. Uh, it's definitely a little bit more realistic. So you guys like, like no no realistic. Like oh yeah, he's right. It's realistic. <laughs> Go ahead, Jen. What do you think of this movie? No, it's not that. It's 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 a good movie, but I stand by that. How many times have you seen Finding Nemo versus how many times you've seen Finding Dory? So mm-hmm. it's still a little bit fresher because Finding Nemo was this great movie that 
you know, yeah. was what, 2003, I think. <laughs> yeah. And, so, I, and, it, and I like Finding Nemo. I'm not saying I don't like Finding Nemo at all. I, th- I think the Finding, in my opinion, I think the Finding Nemo, Nemo series is better than Frozen, right? Yes, um, but you, what do you think, Jen? But what do you, so what do you think though? You're saying that it could be this, could be that. What do you think? Do you think the second one's better than the first one? What do you think? Uh, I think they're on, I think they're on par with each other because, and that's, and that's a good thing because, yeah, yeah. you know, there are sequels that come out like, you know, the second Aladdin, the second Little Mermaid, you know, all those other ones like that, um, that, you know, those are examples of sequels that did not live up to the original, but, and then there are some like Toy Story 2, which are even better. So to be on par is not a bad thing. And, and Finding Dory is on par, you know, the jokes are different and fresh, you know, it's a different kind of, of, it's a different story with the same characters. There's character growth, you know, there's all of those things that make it a good sequel. How about you, Chris? What do you think? It's good. Have you seen it? <laughs> no, I, I like this movie just as much as Finding Nemo. I agree. I um, I, you know what? I'm I'm not just going to repeat what you guys said because I agree with you about really everything. Um, but I wonder if there will be a third one. I wonder if Dory will be continued. You know, the story of Dory will be continued after all of this. You know, canceling of Ellen about you know the uh, harassment in the workplace type mm-hmm. stuff. You know, so I'm kind of curious um if they'll move forward with that or not. You know, yeah, it's interesting to kind of think about. Yeah. Um. What's your favorite scenes? Because mine, I think, Ooh. is someone posted a picture and reminded me of the seals. And uh, <laughs> that's funny. They're hilarious. Like on the rock. That's yes. that's a funny scene. I, I like Hank. Any any scene with Hank, uh, I think, is a really I love. I really like octopuses. And uh, so I think that's really interesting that octopus. He's not. A, he, he's not an octopus. What is he? He's because he only has seven legs. He's a septa something like that. Oh, uh, yeah, so yeah, I think yeah. that whole part of it's like super funny. Uh, I like how you like his hep- heptapod. Uh, I like how he is like the camouflaging thing. Like, is he there? Like, where is he? He's like, <laughs> I, I like that whole thing. It's good. It's a, such a, I think it's a great character and it's added to the septapod. Yeah. Uh, Steve septapod. I think it's, it's a great character to be added to, you know, the film. Um, Chris, have you guys got favorite scenes you guys want to talk about? Um, I haven't seen this movie in so long. I think one of my favorite ones is the guy who voices uh, or, or Phil Murphy uh who voices the or phil dumphy phil dumphy, phil dumphy. from modern family that's not yeah, his yeah, real yeah. name I, I like i like him trying to use the sonar uh yeah. i like the scenes where he's trying to do that i remember really enjoying that um and he and, finally oh, gets it at the end yes and, and then and like then the um, makes. i like seeing the fish gang the fish tank gang uh, yes. again in the in the uh in the bags it's a good movie yeah Alex, what did you do in the world of Disney slash news? Well, um, I watched a movie and hopefully you guys watched the movie. I'm pretty sure Jen did if she was a- able to at some point this week. I oh, watched yes. Hocus Pocus 2. Ooh, let's discuss. I've seen a lot of stuff online about it. Yes, I've seen a lot of stuff online too. And I'm going to say I think it was a good movie. It was a good sequel. It's not on par with Finding Dory as we were just talking about. Uh, being as good as the original, but it is a great sequel, and I think um, I think it is exactly. It's not exactly what we thought was gonna be. It was gonna be, but I think it was good. It was a good sequel. What do you think, Jen? Did you like it? Well, because she's you, more of a you, Did you watch it, Joe? No, but just go ahead and talk about it. I didn't watch it yet, but you can talk about it open freely. I don't care about um, if you guys talk about it. 
Well, I mean, it's, I don't, there wasn't like any big like plot twists or spoilers or anything like that, you know. Did you like it though? They're witches. <gasps> what? <laughs> um, having the obsession that I had with um, the first one, it had, it, the bar was set really, really high. Do I think that it was as good as the first one? No, but the more I've thought about that afterwards, it's not that the first one's a good movie. It's that the first one is just so embedded in mm-hmm. like my youth mm-hmm. that that's why it's the nostalgia of it. It's a campy mm-hmm. movie. The sequel is a campy yes. movie that that builds on the things that, you know, this cult following of us as we've gotten older have, you know, kind of like focused in on and obsessed over. So of course, you know, in the first movie, when you have them singing, um, you know, up on stage, I put a spell on you, everyone loves that. And so then they try to emulate that again with another song. And Mm -hmm. and so it's just kind of a little cheesy because that's what was good with the first one. So, I mean, kudos to them for the fact, how many years has it been? It's 30. It's been a long time. Okay. So 30 years and all three of these actresses stepped right into this role, back into their roles and looked really good doing it. I mean, obviously they've aged, it's 30 years, but all things considered, you know, it was even though as we were watching it in real time, my, my husband and my daughter and I, cause it was an event you know, that we absolutely <laughs> had to uh, do. We all were kind of dress up. Nope. We didn't dress up, but we definitely, you know, it was the evening event. Um, so when did you do it? You didn't invite me. It was, there was like a, a hurricane. <laughs> I'm just joking. Oh yeah. I forgot about that hurricane. We were, you couldn't get into my neighborhood. We were trapped. You were just true. So, you know, it it's, so didn't, what it was, it was cute. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Did you hear? What about else did you do, the, Alex? Oh, go ahead. Did you hear about um, the girl in the first one? Um, I'm blanking on her name right now. What's her name? Are you talking about Max's sister? Yes. Okay. So the actress is Thora Birch, right? Yeah, I didn't know that one. I don't remember what her name is. Danny. Danny that's thank it. Thank you. Uh, Danny, did you hear what she said about it? No. She was going to be. She committed to being in the sequel. But then it takes so long to happen. She was already doing something else when they started shooting. So she wasn't able to be in it. But she says that she is willing to be in the next one if they make another one. Well, there was an end, end, end credit scene. Did you see that? No, I actually did not. Yes. Alluding to. to, Yeah. Alluding to. Like another one? Yeah. It's almost kind of like. So basically it was a passing of the torch. You know, yes. and that's the mm-hmm. that's the kind of movie it was. Yes. Is that mm-hmm. you know, there's enough of a cult following around this original movie. So here is that. You know, we're gonna bring in the new um sequel or the new the new crew. Kind of like did you guys see um what is it, Jackass Four? Yes. Okay. So it's kind of like that, you know, how they're bringing in the new people because everybody's mm-hmm. too old to do stunts anymore. Yes. <laughs> They'll like really get hurt. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> they are they're just good, uh, transitioning it over. Yeah. It's a good uh movie to to uh compare Hocus Pocus to his jackass. No, we call it we it's a Disney podcast. <laughs> we say donkey butt. That is all I did in the world of Disney. Jen, what else did you do? Anything? Didn't you go so, to Disney? 
the, besides the movie, we did eat at Boma last night. We have family in town that are Ooh. staying at Animal Kingdom Lunch. So we went out there for dinner. Mm-hmm. So fun fact, did you know that they rotate their menu according to the day of the week? We did not know that. Oh. Did, you, oh, did they have the soup? They did not. Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. The butternut oh, okay. squash yeah. soup. They did have that. They didn't have the peanut rice. Oh, it's wow. a no for me. Hey, guess what? You know, I had butternut squash soup yesterday from HelloFresh. Tasted nothing like the one from Boma. <laughs> it was such a buildup. <laughs> it was. And like, so we're sitting there about to eat it, right? And Mel puts like she tastes it, and I see her face. I'm like, I'm like, do you, you taste it? Let me know if like if it, do you think I'm gonna like it? And she like like she made like a face that was like ooh, like it wasn't very good. And I was like, oh, that sucks. So then what I decided to do was go put a whole bunch of sugar in it because <laughs> I guess the one at Boma, what they do is just put a whole bunch of sugar in it, right? So I sit there and I put a whole like I put sugar in it, and it tasted a lot better after I put sugar in it. <laughs> Um, but so, but was it good? The one though? at Boma tastes like pumpkin pie almost. It does, man. It tastes like it tasted like this exactly. It tastes like dessert. So, um, but they do they rotate. The rice was the big thing because I know some of our um family members were looking forward to the the peanut rice and it was something else. It was coconut rice and oh. actually it was pretty good. So really, um, they didn't have the but, peanut rice. No. Oh, she got a refund. Yeah, no. But after you ate, um. It wasn't busy. I was surprised uh, that there, you know, you Boma is one of the more popular restaurants on property, but there were there. It, the restaurant was half full. So oh, really? kind of surprised. You sure it wasn't half empty? Ooh, Maybe I'm an optimist. Okay. <laughs> um, and then are we, are, we're doing something this weekend. Not you're not doing it, but I'm gonna do it with your family. Right. Yeah. Fishing. You're going to check fishing. out the you. And actually oh, cool. it, it got it got changed today um, to you're actually going to go fishing on Bay Lake. Oh really? Yeah. How so, does I jump in? I mean, go ahead. It's pretty deep. He won't. Because you were you were gonna go fishing out of um seven Caribbean. Seven no, no, you were gonna go oh, in um Caribbean Beach. Mm-hmm. You were supposed to go out of, but the hurricane messed with it. And actually, I thought they were calling it a cancel, but they changed you guys over to Bay Lake. So. so I have to get up really early. So yes, you do. Okay. You have to be there at seven. Oof. Okay. Jen, anything else? Uh, no, I think that was it. Those were the big things. What about you, Chris? So this week, man, the most Disney thing I did this week, and this is going to be a stretch, but I went to the Renaissance Fair and someone was dressed up. Someone was dressed up like Snow White. (laughs) (laughs) Do you you see our patron Jared there? (laughs) No, I wish he could have been there, though, because that would have been a fun time. I did buy elf ears at the uh, Renaissance Fair. Uh, because I really like to go to the Renaissance Fair and indulge in adult beverages. And, uh, Emily, Emily just will not let me cosplay. So I have to buy the costume stuff there because then she can't stop me. Yeah. Uh, Because it's just, it's just so funny. Like it's, it's really great. Just wear a regular outfit and just wear elf ears. It's really great. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like that's what elf would do now and nowadays, right? Like if there's an elf like race, and we probably have their elf ears and probably wear like regular clothes. I think it was pretty realistic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hocus Pocus 2, not even remotely interested in watching it. So I will not be watching that movie. Um, Emily's going to watch it without me. I didn't like the first one, but in my defense, I didn't watch the first one when I was little. I watched it like a couple of years ago. Yeah. And so just I like, uh, I didn't like it. And, and, and probably the other reason why is because you're an Eagles fan and they don't like anything. And we have good taste and, and stuff. Yeah. So, um, I think that's probably why I didn't like it. It's just such a cringy movie. I love the put a spell on you scene. And I was walking through Walmart today and on my afternoon strolls through Walmart, I like to listen to music. 
So I was listening to a Halloween playlist and the new song from the new movie came on, which was uh, one way or another. I'm going to get you, get you, get you, get you song. And it was really good. I I, I had it on the whole time. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, man, she can really hit those notes. Uh, okay. I played a little bit of Dreamlight Valley, too. I need to play more. It's really fun. It's I good, did, right? I did use your canola strat to get uh, okay. rich. It's yeah. canola, right? How much you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much do you have now? I don't know. I spent it all. Um, but, uh, I just kept upgrading Scrooge McDuck's thing. He kept pressuring me to, to upgrade his building. And now he's like, mm-hmm. he, he owns three fourths of the Island now. Um, Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. But it's really fun. It's, it's not something that I can see myself doing forever, but I'm really enjoying it in the moment. Really? Well, the good, good thing you say, you can't see yourself doing it forever. Right. Yeah. Which I understand what you're saying, but they're gonna be coming out with like updates every month. So you can yeah, always probably, earn, yeah. which, which is kind of cool, right? Especially yeah. if you're sitting there and you're like, oh, Winnie the Pooh, if you're a fan of Winnie the Pooh and they have like a Winnie the Pooh update, you might want to go back, get back into it, kind of collect all the Winnie the Pooh stuff. So there's really, a bunch yeah. of stuff coming out for it this month, I believe. So, oh, really? Yeah. Yep. It, it's a good game if you want to listen to like an audiobook or a podcast and just mindlessly water plants yep. Yep. with Mickey. <laughs> Did I did reach did level ten with Mickey. Uh, that was my big accomplishment. I almost have, I almost have level ten with all of them. I'm gonna go cry now. I thought that that was a big accomplishment. <laughs> it, is, it is big. It's big. Anything else, Chris? No, that's it. I feel like Alex this week. <laughs> well, I didn't really do too much Disney either. Um, I my family did go to Disney without me because I had work and they had off, uh, so I wasn't I was unable to go with them. But I've been playing Disney Dream Life Valley. I actually downloaded Marvel Snap today. So nice. I've been playing a little bit of that. And that's actually a lot of fun. Uh, love the graphics on Marvel Snap. So I'm not sure if I, I'm not sure if I really talked about it uh, too much. But the original creators of Hearthstone, when Hearthstone, which is a digital card game, that game came out. It was really popular. And it's still really popular right now. But that game, um, the creators of that game, they kind of like, hey, we're backing out. Hearthstone kind of like fell apart. Not not really fell apart, but kind of, you know, everyone really liked the creators of the game. Uh, they were very like, you know, charismatic and they were always like updating the game and always like, you know, um, all for the players. And they really took like the um, the community input, uh, but they left and they went to Marvel Snap and they created Marvel Snap. So, and they are taking a lot of things that were, that people didn't like about Hearthstone and they're fixing it in Marvel Snap. The graphics are great. I love like the you know, every when your card does something, you you can hear the superheroes from Marvel kind of like talking. Uh, I love the how it's not like you just you're not just battling cards. You're trying to take over three different like environments, I guess you can say, or different mm-hmm. three different areas. And if you take over two of the three areas, you win. I like how the areas give you like different like upgrades and different there's like different buffs and stuff like that, and it changes. Um, so I just started playing it. I'm looking forward to playing it more. And uh, it seems like it's going to be a, a really fun game. So, so do you go like ahead and check. Do I like the game? Yeah. Yeah, I do like the game. Yeah, I can't wait to play versus you, man, because we can play versus each other, right? Yeah, that I'm excited for that. I when That's going to be fun. I don't know if you know this answer, but do you know when it comes out to the public? I, I do. Uh, October 18th. Perfect. Awesome. So in two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Well, so we should I get like a Patreon. The... We should get a Patreon. Uh... I mean, like the chat box. Like we have our little chat room, so we can have a little Patreon chat and Discord. You mean? I don't know if you can. I don't know if it's like clans or teams or. Oh, anything, I see we should all saying, play yeah. each other. I think it'd be fun. I just I think it'd be a lot of fun. Right now. Cool. Did you? <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's you, Alex. You'll like it for sure. If you liked um, Hearthstone, you'll like this. Yeah, it's fun. It, you get yeah. sucked in, man, because the games are so quick. Yeah, the games are quick, and I love the animations. I yeah. love the cards. The cards are really cool looking, mm-hmm. right? Um, of course, I got I got Hulk. So Hulk's of course good. I'm like, oh, I'm excited. yeah, he's really good. Iron Man's awesome. Iron Man's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah. 
So tune in next week to episode 176, where we're going to have guests from Remy's Roundtable on the show. And we're going to be talking about Castle Stage Shows, Disney Mania, and Every Day's a Holiday. That's the His on Mission Space. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. I'm Chris. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHiz65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHiz. Thank you.